The expressed views of the guests on this podcast are theirs alone and not necessarily endorsed by the host, TWBC, or any associated sponsor. Conversations that are robust yet balanced, on point and to the point. You are listening to The Talk of Tournament Water Skiing. This is the TWBC Podcast. And now, here's your host, Tony Lightfoot. Well, greetings one and all. Uh, I am the aforementioned uh, Tony Lightfoot. Glad to have the pleasure of your company here once again. And uh, this is the first edition uh, for 2023 of the TWBC uh, podcast. And uh, certainly thank you for your support going forward. All right, then. So uh, first edition of the year, we're going to kind of hit the ground running a little bit and uh, have the pleasure of interviewing a good friend of mine who is the uh, the head coach and manager of the University of Louisiana Monroe Warhawks. Uh, it is uh, Zane Nicholson. How are you doing, sir? Great, Tony. Great to be here with you. Excited to be here on the podcast and uh, look forward to chatting with you for a minute. All right, then. So kind of kind of get people up to speed a little bit as to your background in the sport and kind of what led you to to the role that you that you currently have uh, with the Warhawks. Um, yeah, so I, I grew up skiing. Um, you know, I think the first time you and I met Tony was was back at uh, in Italy at Junior Worlds. Um, so. Uh, I grew up kind of, you know, skiing and and and, and doing that. After um, I went, I went to college and competed in college. Um, I graduated from Florida Southern College, and uh, you know, then I I started coaching. Um, I went over to Ukraine and coached for a summer, and uh, you know, really kind of found that that was really what I liked to do. I you know, I had a passion for skiing, but I really liked coaching it. So um, you know, I kind of went there and did that, and then I came back home and. COVID hit and coaching skiing was kind of how uh, how I made money so that kind of took off and and then you know I ended up here with the opening at, at ULM and and now I'm here coaching here it's been it's been great two years for me uh, at the university okay yes and uh, you'll be serving uh, you've you've done two seasons or this is your second season this coming up? is my second season at school so yeah so I when I finish in May that'll be season the end of season two Okie dokie. And uh, the circumstances that kind of surrounded uh, the uh, uh, the fact that you've gotten the position as team coach uh, was 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 rather tragic, wasn't it? Yeah, it was it was very unfortunate. Um, you know, unfortunately, they they had some tragedy strike the team before I got there. Um, and Michael Woodgate, who um, was a great person did, did a lot um, you know all of my students when I came in uh, you know they they thought very highly of Michael and uh, um, unfortunately he, he you know had an accident in town and uh, um, you know he he passed away so um, that was that was a bit tragic so um, you know when I came in I came into a definitely a uh, um, definitely into into a situation where we you know it was um, everybody was was kind of sad so we've been We've been really trying to, 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 to turn that around, and, and, and things are going pretty good, um, you know, now here at, at ULM. All right, then. So, uh, 
the role of being the team coach and team manager for uh, for a team that is that has seen a great amount of success in NCWSA National Collegiate Water Skiing. You know, kind of give us an idea of what your day to day is, because it's not just the case of just being there at like the early early part of the morning you know being in there to drive the boat and to, or, or or to coach or do both you know at the same time but there is a lot of you know kind of administrative stuff that takes place isn't that right yeah and i mean like even when i took it it was it was not i, I didn't know quite what it all entailed um you know i didn't know that they would be driving the boat and 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 taking the team to tournaments and stuff but on the others on the back side of it there's a lot of administrative work um just to get together to um, you know, by ways of getting our trips, you know, scheduled. Um, we we currently just are, are are getting a new boat um, here next week, and that was a big process that we had to go through of, of making sure that we could get the boats and and get them traded out. Um, you know, somebody's got to go. We've got stuff around the bayou as far as like gas and things. You know, boat maintenance for. Um, so the students can, I, I try to make it so that they just are able to show up and ski, um, and they don't really have to, have to distress too much about, about, you know, getting able to ski. They just show up and ski. So that's, that's really kind of what I've strived to, to have at, at ULM now. Okay, and obviously the recruiting process is uh, it is an ever evolving process. You know, I mean, it's uh, I mean, I mean, how how does how does how does that uh, uh, reconcile itself? How does the, how does that work its way into your program? Because I mean, you you've you've obviously keep, keep an eye on whatever skiers are coming through the junior ranks, also through the under twenty ones and stuff like that, and uh, kind kind of give us an idea of what that process looks like. Um, you know, I mean, I, 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 water skiing is great because you can, you know, I can look at scores and, and I can kind of see what everybody's doing. But also, um, you know, with it being a, a it's water skiing is a very individualistic sport, and in by ways of college, it's not that. Like your your scores only matter can matter ten points. So, um, so really, I think that. You've got to bring in good, talented skiers, but also bring in a collection of, of cohesive people that are going to work together so that you have that team. Because it's something that, you know, I, you, it's, it's something you don't get in water skiing until college. It's, it's the only place that you get that type of camaraderie as a team, if you will, because um, the teams are different at Worlds than they are for Nationals. Yeah, because the teams in collegiate skiing uh, cover a whole variety of nationalities. You know, when it when it boils down to it, I mean, I mean, for my for my part, I mean, I, I ski collegiately for the Raging Cajuns of Louisiana Lafayette, and at the time, I was the I was the first ever British skier to do so. Now there are British skiers uh, that that. Uh, uh, that populate that team on a regular basis, but your team uh, has has talents from from Canada, uh, I believe, also uh, from Ukraine as well, uh, one or two from Russia. Yeah, we've got so we've got a couple from Canada. I've got one American. I've got a couple from Ukraine, a couple from Belarus, one student from Russia, um, two students from Norway. Um, and we're looking to add add some some more nationalities to that, as well as um, you know, I'd, I'm trying to bring in some more American students as well. I think that I, th- I I don't know why that 
the American students have kind of looked past the Louisiana schools, but I, you know, I, I'm trying to bring that back that, you know, we are here and, and, um, you know, come down and check out our, our, our what we have to offer. Cause I mean, you can't beat walking from class and being on the bayou skiing in 15 minutes. And I'm, I'm, I'm not lying in 15 minutes. You can leave class, have your ski on and be skiing. All right then, yeah, because because uh, I mean, uh, good 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 sell on that one. I do have to, I do have to say, but I mean, given the geopolitical situation that's going on right now between Ukraine, Russia, and Belarus, you, you knew I was going to ask that yeah. that type of question, you know, because I mean, it is what it is. There's a war going on. There's two on two on one side. The the rest of the world uh, behind Ukraine on the other, you know, and we have. We have Belarusian skiers, we have Ukrainian skiers, and we have one Russian skier, all in all in that same team. And I can't imagine there'll be too much animosity going on between those skiers per, per se, because I mean, this is, um, I mean, they, I mean, they they, they want to ski, they want to get along, you know. And the the whole the whole deal with the war is something for you know for people that you know way way beyond their pay grade you know but i mean what's that situation like well i mean so for for my team they all they they all band together um and i i think that they all stand with the rest of the world backing ukraine um so you know by that way i'm not you know i i'm not sure if i'd answer that question or, or not but you know they they are all get, everybody is all getting along you know they all get everybody is together as a unit i don't have you know nationalities that are that are clashing because because of the war i think everybody stands on in the same spot you know with backing ukraine yeah i mean they're definitely looking way past the passport aren't they yeah yeah i mean it's 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 rough i mean that's it's it's very it's it's a very sensitive subject and i mean i you know, I, I, as I mentioned earlier, I, I lived over there for a little while, so it hits a little more, more at home just cause I've got some friends that are there and, um, and yeah, it's, 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 it's a terrible thing that's going on right now. And obviously, I mean, it's like, it's like a totally, it's almost a totally a political issue that goes on, but I mean, I mean, you can't escape the politics, how it affects their presence actually on campus. I mean, because they're attending a college, which is a uh, a public university. I mean, they, they have to answer to higher-ups and that kind of stuff. And then when they look at the roster and see, hey, we've got Ukrainians. Oh, we've got Russians. We've got Belarus- Belarusians as well. I mean, uh, I mean, have, have, have you ha- ha- heard of anything from the higher-ups there at, uh, at Louisiana Monroe, given the situation, or have they... Or have they all basically put it on your shoulders and say, "Okay, this is the situation you have. Uh, well, we have your, uh, you have our support, and deal with it the best." Um, yeah, I mean, so they they really kind of let me. I mean, I I'm, I work with the students, you know, day to day, so they, they you know, I have a better bit of a better relationship with them than than maybe some higher ups in school. So they've kind of put it on me, you know, if if they definitely have made sure that I know, you know, that I have got the backing things, or I have the the support that we can we can help the students need um, by ways of counseling or 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 any you know anything that 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 we do offer on campus, we we have that to make that available. But yeah, they've really kind of they've kind of set it up for um, you know kind of let it let 
let me kind of take it. And I, I mean, everything's been going good. Um, you know, like you can tell it, it, it does, it's weighing on some students more than others, but, um, but yeah, it's, it's, it seems to be, I mean, like I said, think overall on the team thing seems to be a positive, positive. And what about reaction from the higher ups within the NCWSA? I mean, in particular, like uh, uh, Christy Christy Kingsmill, who's the who's the who's the chairperson now, because obviously they they they're looking at this situation like saying, you know, can they just they need to get clarification? Can can we let these skiers ski, you know, in in this event? I mean, obviously Ukrainians, but I mean, you've got the better Russians and Russians. Yeah, so. I- I mean, I've talked to Christy just a couple of times, and I still think that's kind of in the works. So I'm not 100% sure where we're at on that. But, um, I mean, the every yeah, I, I don't, I'm kind of, I really don't have much of an answer for you right now, Tony, on that one. But, um, yeah, I know that that had been talked about, you know, not, not allowing those students to ski. But as, as far as I know right now from, from where we're at today, um, I, my students are able to ski and 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 um, and compete moving forward for next season. All right, then. So let's try and uh, get away a little bit from collegiate skiing because, I mean, we don't want to go too too deep in the, into the weeds with uh, the whole political uh, situation. But, uh, but I mean, it was incumbent to me to ask you about it, considering considering the amount of skiers that you had from from each of those nations. But uh, uh, 2023 now, uh, we're we're past. Well, I would say we're a good 90 percent past COVID. I mean, I mean, there's still instances where COVID comes up and people get sick, but there in a better position now to be able to get to get treatment survive and all of that that kind of stuff now so we're we're basically coming into a season where we don't have to worry nearly as much about that stuff anymore uh how how do you how do you see it shaping up uh, even at this early stage man i i, I think we're about to have a, an awesome 2023 ski year um you know you, every, restrictions are kind of moving like you said restrictions are moving away of covid and that means you got moomba coming up here pretty soon and um i i haven't taken a i mean i i took a quick peek at the list of who's skiing i haven't seen it all the way but um as as you're handing it to me now yeah so so i mean we've it, We've got a pretty open, full roster of people there going to ski. Um, I know in the past they've only been what it's, been, it's only been kind of the Australian people have been able to yeah, go. Yeah, exactly. So, so yeah, so it's gonna be it's gonna be really cool to to have that that event again. You know, come back up. Um, um, you know, I mean, just to get to, to see it because I I've only been there twice, but that is probably my favorite tournament that I've ever skied at. Um, you know, and then I, I, when I was 15, I got, I made the final of the uh, pro event on a whim and it was, it was, it's been my favorite place. I absolutely love it there. The, you know, you got all the people on the bank skiing on the river and it's, it's, yeah, it's favorite Definitely. so far as the atmosphere is concerned, but I mean, it is an absolute hole. Oh, it's oh no, it's so like you, one day you can ski and the water be down with no, you know, have really no current and it'd be perfect, and then the next day you ski at the same time, but the tides moved and and it's just yeah, it's, you remember it's, that it's one terrible. with uh, with Thomas de Gasperi when he was skiing and the king tide just rolled in and just took away the buoys, the yeah. jump, the dock, and I mean the I mean there was 
barely barely anything left there always seems to be something crazy that happens there because i think the year that i the first year i went there came a monsoon come in and and it you know we had hail come in that was the size of of softballs and uh the water temp and, and you know and the river went from being warm to really cold the next day and they, they always say that melbourne is the city with four seasons in one day that that's the year that that beer bottle got hit by a ski that was some controversy that year, but it was there was so much trash that they were having people in dinghies just picking up trash in between skiers. You're not only was, turning buoys, you're turning refrigerators. Yeah, and, uh, it was it was it was crazy. That was it was uh, that was it was it was wild. But yeah, Moomba, one of my favorite atmospheres for definitely my favorite atmosphere that I've ever been to. All right then. So uh, you, you we we briefly mentioned uh, the list. We didn't go any, into any specific names or anything like that. But I mean the the so far as the men's slalom is concerned, uh, there's there's 24 names on that list, and I mean the cut that I mean the cut is fairly deep right from the right from the get go. But Nate Smith, I mean he's coming off a brilliant season and looks 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 like he can do wonders this season as well. Yeah, I mean, and Nate's Nate. He's he's got it figured out. Um, I know Allie's been skiing with him just a little bit here and there, and uh, um, yeah, it's it's amazing just to watch him kind of what he does. It's so because he means it's kind of almost different than everybody else, and it, it works, and it's it's so good. But and yeah, I think I, I'm, I'm I'm expecting him to come out guns blazing this year. Indeed, and but if he is to win, he's going to have to get past the likes of Freddie Winter, Thomas De Gasperi, Joel Hurley, which we haven't, whom we haven't seen an awful lot of uh, within the last season. He popped over to California for a couple of tournaments and uh, uh, gave, gave us a look at what he's doing with that great big yellow sh- snow ski binding. I, 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 I don't know how that thing works. That thing is it's it's crazy. I mean, and it it it, it, it works for him, and he he's. He's one of those guys. It's a dark horse. He could show up. He could show up and run forty-one. So he's um, just got to make sure he's got like a Makita drill or something yeah, like that. I have I have seen that where they had to run down the bank with the drill to get him out. You know, in the water, but it it it, it works. And man, he is uh, he's 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 fun to watch. He's I, I, I do have to say that I do like to watch Joel Howley ski because he will pull some things out of in air and and make it happen and so far as other skiers that are a delight to watch charlie ross i mean he's man the the kid is blown up like he he looks so good i'm just i what i would really like to see from him this year is just to, to get that consistency down a little bit more you know i mean if he does that he's Welcome, welcome, Charlie. You're, he's, he's, he looks good. And some of the other skiers that we're looking at as well, Rob Hazelwood and Robert Pagosi, Nicholas Adams, Federico Jaramillo, Dorian Llewellyn, you know, so, no, many many of the usual suspects. Lucas Connell, who's, uh, who's coming off a podium finish uh, from, the, from the Junior World uh, Championships. You know, he's looking to try and make an impression there on the Yarra River. Uh, but towards the end of this list, Vincent Stadelbauer, you, you, you know that guy? Man, and I, I, I'd say just just because we've been watching it earlier today, and I've been watching the Drive to Survive. He looks just like Max Verstappen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right, like- right, right down to the like the fl- the the flatness of the the beak of his cap. Just like Max Verstappen, I think it's so funny. I laugh every time when he comes on in the interviews on Drive to Survive. I'm like, ah, oh, there's Vincent. So. <laughs> Indeed, indeed. So uh, let's have a look at the women's uh, for the Moomba Masters. Uh, Whitney McClintock Greeny, a number one seed at the top. It's, I mean, you. 
I mean, there are very few you can argue against, you know, in terms of uh, being able to ascend to the top, especially in the amount of times that she's won the women's slalom event. Yeah, and she's, I mean, it's impressive what she did having Zane and then, um, you know, getting back on the water, getting back to where she is as fast as she did. And, you know, I mean, she's she's an animal. It's, it's, she's, she's awesome skier to watch. I enjoy watching her, um, you know, like Allie's. I get to watch it all the time because I watch Allie ski. So um, Allie's pushing to you know to get there in that ballpark with with her and uh, her and Regina. Indeed, indeed. Uh, Ali is Ali not on the list, but uh, the skiers that are on the list consist of Vanessa Veek, who's trying to to make a uh, an impression here. You know, and don't forget that the winner of the of the event gets a golden ticket to the Masters. Yeah, that coveted ticket, that coveted spot. Everybody wants to go there. That that's that's the. Uh you know the mecca but yeah i know i mean and and vanessa can and and the thing too with the aura being the way it is 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 nobody's set to win i mean yeah i mean you're looking at that list somebody i mean like you can go back to katherine humphrey back a few years ago exactly right and 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 everybody was in a tizzy when she got to go to the masters right but she 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 earned it then that was that was that year that that they had them in soon and the water got and it was really really terrible and you know best skier that day and she she deserved it and and yeah so i mean that's what you know it, you never know what could happen i mean we could have somebody that's a a tenth seed down there go and just have a really 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 good day and then everything fall into line a skier like jesse adoberton uh who skied with you uh, florida southern i believe yeah, uh, she, she, she was there helping around with the team um yeah she's and and she's been working really hard and you're seeing it pay off i mean it, it, it it's it's really showing jesse's definitely taking some big steps forward um i'm pretty sure she skis down there with carl Eid now kind of at at fluid but i mean she's she's taking some steps and looking and looking good i mean it's 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 i'm very i'm very happy for her that she's you know you know that hard work is paying off all right then so let's move away a little bit from uh from 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 slalom i mean uh i mean you, your your attention to tricks uh you know you probably you probably you probably don't uh follow tricks nearly as much as slalom would jump but i mean men's tricks uh patricio vont uh you know he's he's looking good you know louis louis duplomb freibor I mean, there there's some great performers: Dorian Llewellyn, Martin Labro, the uh, the world world uh, junior overall champion in Osa. I mean, you got you got a fairly fairly good field, uh, and there are 13 skiers in that. So uh, uh, we'll we'll go to men's jump. Let's have a look at men's jump. Ryan Dodd. Uh, I don't see Freddie Krueger on that list. Uh, an obvious an, an obvious absence uh, from uh, from from the season. But Ryan Dodd. I mean, that guy can load up a tow line and just really get everything out of out of the ramp oh it's it, yeah he's he, it's fun to watch ryan jump i mean he he's he's so strong and when he sets he, he sets his skis he doesn't move and he i mean it's 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 impressive i don't know i i never uh i never had the whatever in me to to want to do that so i it, it it is very impressive that 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 those guys can do that and we'll be keeping a close eye on Taylor Garcia because, I mean, last year at the LA Night Jam, you know, he, he took a big old digger 
when he didn't really need to. I mean, he'd already qualified from one of the two previous jumps, and then he took a big, big old digger out the front, and he competed in the night final, but that's the last that we saw of him compete for the entirety of that season beyond that point. And now we're going to see Taylor Garcia open up his account at Moomba Masters. Uh, uh, are you optimistic of, of what could come around? Of that? On. I, I, I bet Taylor is ready to go. And I mean, are they there? They're doing the they're doing the night jump down there. Yeah, as they well. do. Yeah. So like, yeah. I mean, it's 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 everybody's going to be ready to go, and and that again, I we talked about that 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 river. But when you've got that crowd, kind of you can hear them when you're skiing by the bank. I mean, it does, and those, it gets gets you going, and it kind of calms the nerves, and you're ready to go take one, and and uh, yeah, I'd, I'd 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 be ready for Taylor to 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 poke one out there. It'll be 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 interesting to see interesting to see that joel poland not on the list on any of the events but one bruce skier that is is robert hazelwood i mean he's on the list in slalom tricks and jump and obviously looking to try and raise his overall credentials up on this a world championship year i mean so obviously keeping an eye forward on what's going on what going on maybe not so much as march is concerned but with the world's coming up uh, towards the latter part of the season yeah with world's coming up in, well, it's, it's middle of october and back at jack so yeah you're probably going to see some of these skiers that maybe otherwise wouldn't do as much trick and jump um you know pick that back up to to help their team out at at worlds and and that's probably what you are seeing here with 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 robert you know really picking that up to yeah all right so let's have a look at women's jump i mean I mean, there's only one person that could. Yeah, like, 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 like who's, it, it, it's, it's, everybody's competing for second. Yeah, exactly. I mean, because you've got the likes of Alessandra, Daniel Skaya, Taryn Grant, Val, Valle Gonzalez, uh, uh, Pedrini, but obviously the person on the top, top you know, I mean, if, if, if this isn't won by Jacinta Carroll, then something's got to be tremendously wrong. Yeah, no offense to the other ladies on the list, but I mean the only way that Jacinta Carroll doesn't doesn't win it is if she doesn't ski or she doesn't land a jump. Yeah. That's 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 she's just in a league of her own. I mean she's again she's like Ryan. She she is like standing next to her, she is a muscle. I mean just one solid muscle. She's so strong and and I mean And she's built height wise for jumping as well because I mean um, I mean if she moves a little bit out of kilter, I mean it's not a problem. She can get straight back in and into a technique and just absolutely pound that jump, you know, and she may not get a hundred percent out of the ramp. But her hundred but her less than a hundred percent is probably more than most others. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's insane. I mean, I think if you if you if you sped the boat up and kicked the ramp height up, I think she could she could be in the top of those couple guys. Jump. I mean, it's it's insane. I think she'll be wanting to try and go over two hundred feet to prove that uh, that that uh, that that wasn't wasn't a fluke at the Massacraft Pro a couple of seasons back. No, no, and I, I yes, I bet you she'd be she's wanting to do it at home in front of in front of all the Aussies and yeah. So she's she's she'll be back. I'm, I, I'm ready to see her go. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a massive. And we'll round off this uh, this preview of the mat of the. Uh, of the Moomin Masters with the most competitive event, women's tricks, because, you I mean, you've got Erica Lang, you've got Neely Ross and Anna Gay, three of the best trickers that you'll ever find standing on that dock at the same time. Yeah, no, they, they are. I, I grew up, you know, kind of Erica's around my age, so 
um you know i know her pretty well and, and it's it's amazing to see kind of what she does on the trick ski and then she you know converted over and did it on the wakeboard it, it was super impressive to see her you know be able to do that and um you know it's 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 impressive to me just to see her you know be able to go do what she does um you know and and, and do it at two different sports you know at a high level absolutely all right then so uh uh we'll kind of round off a little bit of the the, we'll, the round of this podcast in in a few but i mean um, i mean we're obviously looking forward to moving masters there's a swiss pro tricks coming up on the, the 23rd of april uh, we've got uh king of darkness we got uh and uh and swiss pro slalom at the early part of the season but i mean uh what's What's exciting you about this season coming up? I mean, taking into account it's a world world year. I mean, I, I'm I, so I'm looking forward. To, I'm trying to go and, and do some stops over in Europe with my sister. Maybe hit a tournament or two, and uh, I really want to go to Greece. I'm really looking forward to that <laughs> tournament. I heard that it was it was a never a, never mind. You wanted to go to Greece. Your mom is wanting to go uh, to Greece. Yeah, again. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, Melissa is for sure wanting to go to Greece. So um, you know, she she was excited to hear that it, it was going to be back there. You know, they're going to be a tournament back there this year. So, um, but yeah, no, I'm. I, it's going to be a big season. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of things look good. I know. Um, Allie's really fired up. She's been skiing quite a bit. Um, you know, she's getting ready to finish her 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 working. Um, she's getting ready to be done working as a nurse and 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 get onto the ski train. I know she's been going to ski on her days off, and um, it's nice know. to have that flexibility. Not many people have. Oh, and, and yeah, and it, it, it took us a little while to get her to understand that she could do it. But you know, um, what she's doing, the way she's got it set up right now, is you can't beat it, right? You work work when you when when you're not skiing and then when it's summertime you you get to work by skiing and that's can't beat that and what about your skiing i mean we don't well i mean we've talked about a lot about your, your mom your sister you know but i mean you obviously harbor some ambitions about getting out there and just uh, just uh swerving up a riot out there yeah i you know i i'd been injured for the last couple of years which has been a bit frustrating and um you know last season i, I got healthy and um, was coming back in the spring and I went snow skiing with my girlfriend and I ended up messing my shoulder up and needing shoulder surgery. So, Ouch. Uh, yeah, so that just was another setback. So, um, you know, I'm really excited now. I've, I've, I've been really working. I got a few students that are, you know, that are all fired up about skiing right now. And um, so I've been kind of, you know, feeding off of them wanting to ski, just having a, a ski partner and kind of working my way back into it. It's I was telling, you know, I told my dad the other day on the phone, I was like, it's, it's the, I've, I never have ever gotten on the ski and it been this hard at the beginning of the year, but you know, just taking those steps to get back into it, but it's now starting to, to click together and, and it's, uh, you know, I'm excited for this season and, and see what it's got in store for me. So, and then when does it really get serious so far as collegiate skiing is concerned? I mean, because I mean, uh, it's not just the regular ski season then, oh, and then you flip over. I mean, because I mean, you've got, you, you've got recruiting. I mean, you've got to get, get the boats and everything set up and, and, and all that kind of stuff that norm, normally gets put on the back burner during the summer, you know. So so when do you get back into doing that? Um, yeah, so, like, we'll get um, – I've got some recruiting things coming up in the spring. We've got a couple tournaments um, into March and into April. Um, and then kind of in May, 
um, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll feel, I've had a lot of students that said they wanted to come look at the, you know, want to come look at the school that are international that may be over in the States during the summer. Um, so, you know, I'll kind of have to, I'll have to bend my schedule to make sure I'm in town to, to make that happen. But, you know, that's, that's what, that's, that's what we're, you know, that's what we want to do. I want, I want people to, to come in and, um, you know, know that, that, that we're, we're, you know, I, we're committed at ULM. Um, you know, we are rebuilding that team. Um, and it is, you know, so that's kind of how we'll do that recruiting. I'm going to try to go hit some, you know, I try to go, I try to always go to us nationals. I think I'm going to try since I'm going to Europe, I'm going to try to do, you know, junior Europeans and, mm-hmm. and just, just show that we have a presence. So, um, you know, if, parents have a question that they might not reach out to me directly you know but if they're staying around and they have questions i'm, I'm there to answer them and uh and field anything that anybody has so i, I, I this this summer will be be definitely different for me because it'll be you know this is like now everything's rolling the last summer was was a little different because we were transit we were still transitioning into getting everything going and now um, we are the way we are. So, you know, this summer will be a little different. I'll probably be popping around a little bit more than, than, than I did last summer, but I, I'm looking forward to it. And, um, I'm super excited for, for next, next fall. And I'm super excited to have you, uh, uh announcing next to me on a few of the tournaments during the course of the season. Uh, uh that's, uh, I mean, you announced the entirety of the nationals last season for the slalom event. And I know that it was like, it was, it was a real hard slog. I mean, I was, I was announcing tricks and jump during the nationals for like 12 hours straight and, uh, you normally got finished, <laughs> finished before I did. Yeah, I mean it was um, that. That's it's a lot of fun. Uh, I mean, I, I I'm a I'm a ski nerd and I love slalom. So uh, I really uh, I could sit and watch anybody slalom. It's 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 what I enjoy. So, um, but yeah, so that that's fun. I'm looking forward to going and announce some tournaments with you. Um, you know, I love getting to sit and talk with you, and then we get to watch some of the best skiing in the world. And uh, you know, it's it's not. You, I couldn't I couldn't think of a better way to spend my day. All right then. So uh, to round off, any any last words, any any thanks, acknowledgements, that kind of thing you want to say? The uh, the floor, as they say, is yours. Um, yeah, like I would. I would always like to point out thanks to HO. They have always taken care of me, um, and I know they take care of Ali, but they've been a big you know big help for 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 my skiing. So I do like to you know shout out to them and uh, hey mom and dad if you're listening. So uh, but yeah, and go Warhawks and anybody that's wanting to go to the University of Louisiana Monroe, reach out to me and we will get you set up. So. All right, then. And that concludes this uh, this first edition of the TWBC podcast uh, for 2023. Thanks go out to Zane Nicholson uh, for participating in this episode. And as always, it is ciao for now. Thank you for listening to the TWBC podcast. Be sure to check out our website at waterskibroadcasting.com. Links to our presence on major social media platforms can be found there, as well as updates to our webcast and this podcast. Duplication or rebroadcasting of this broadcast without written consent of TWBC is prohibited. Subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform and be sure to join us next time for the next edition of the TWBC Podcasts.